Over the last year on my Facebook feed, one of the feeds that comes up is the Banff Wellness Center. I have no idea how I managed to get on their list. There's some kind of algorithm out there that the Banff Wellness Retreat Spa, whatever it is, thinks that I need to be notified of whatever's happening with them. But whatever it was, fortuitous, I would call it, or just serendipity or random or who knows what, they have these quotes. So when I turn on my Facebook, one of the first few feeds I see is from a quote from the Banff Wellness. And sometimes these quotes are just, they're powerful and they're a nice way to start my day. So if the first thing I do is if I wake up and look at Facebook, which I totally shouldn't, but perhaps I do, or if I just want to look at something positive, I can open it up and there's all these these quotes that just kind of make me stop and think and get myself in a good headspace to start the day. So the one the other day was believe good things are on the way. And I so needed that more than anything because I still go through some really, really, really dark days. There's times where my husband's like, I'm done. I, I can't listen to this anymore. And I'm just trying to get out of this negative headspace. So I'm still on um, these three months of checking. So for this next year, it's every three months I do blood work. And then from there, if the blood work warrants further investigation, then that could mean a CT scan and other tests. On top of that, I still have to, you know, do my yearly physical, which we all should, but it's a much more in-depth one. And just other things just to keep a good eye on me, I guess. So my one-year colonoscopy is another thing that kind of came up. So it's been one year and on top of everything else, I get to do that colonoscopy again. So uh, you drink the liquid, I, I'm getting a taste for it, I guess. It's still not the most pleasant drink out there, but I have found that from the one nurse's advice was if you um, pour it over ice and drink it through a straw. So I just have a big glass of ice and I keep uh, pouring it on and I keep sipping it back, sipping it back. I forget though that when it comes, it comes hard. And you think you have your nice toilet paper and my husband invests in nice toilet paper. He is, that's one of the things he, he luxury for him is a toilet paper. So I think we'll probably clog all of our Calgary's septic systems or whatever up with this luxury toilet paper. So I have nice toilet paper at home, but no matter how nice it is, when it comes, it comes and you do a whole bunch of wiping and your bum is raw, 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 raw. So here I am thinking good things are on the way and it does not feel like good things are on the way. In fact, it feels like I had some kind of explosion go through my system and you try to think, like I've done this before, I'm not a newbie at it, but even though you've done it before, it still is quite shocking. And in your head, you're like, I don't remember that. Or, 
oh yeah, I forgot how bad that was. So after you think you get most of it out, I like to sit in a hot bath because it's the only relief I can get. And like I said, it it is very raw down there. And what you're really, really, really hoping is that everything is out before you have to go in to get your colonoscopy. Because what is more embarrassing than full on, you know, with your gown on, naked on a table, and all of a sudden you're like, I, and you've got an IV in you, and you're like, I got to go now. Like now. There's no, I can make it to the bathroom, I can hold it. It it comes knocking at your back door, and it's it wants out right away. So I, um, I make it to the hospital and I still have to go. So I sign in at the nurse's desk and the first thing I'm like is, I need a bathroom. And she kind of nods and smiles and kind of points where it is. And I was just like, please don't call my name while I'm in here. Please don't call my name. Luckily I didn't. I went out. Uh, they kind of go over all your, your history. Yep. I colon cancer, all the rest. Yeah, it's a yearly follow-up. And the surgeon who, my surgeon who did the uh, bowel resection is the one that's doing the colonoscopy because a year out, they're the ones that have to do the first colonoscopy just because they kind of know this, what they did and they want to check how you're healing and the scar tissue in there and the resection part. So she did. Um... I, again, it's the, the drugs they give you, you're awake, but you don't remember anything really. Like they're talking to you and you're answering, but I can't tell you what I was saying. And you're sort of looking at the screen, but your eyes are very glazed. So uh, they went in, um, they found one polyp. I'm like panicking because, you know, they, it's been a year. They cleared everything out. They shouldn't find anything. So I, does that mean they're growing really fast? Like, well, what does that even mean? And it was in my rectum this time. Uh, but the surgeon assures me that it could have been too small to detect the last time, but still growing. And now they just, it was there and they were able to remove it. So not to worry, but she'll see me in six months. So in the back of my head, I'm like, I think, okay, six months. But I breathe this sigh of relief because the last time was I was in here this is when I got diagnosed like this is where they had to call my husband up and everyone else got to leave and I didn't and so you get this sigh of relief and you're just like okay that <laughs> it went well this is fantastic good good things are on the way so the next the rest of the day you're kind of groggy and all the rest and then the next set of appointments right around there, because it just kind of happens, like I said, these three-month appointments and everything seems to be at once. So June was kind of a whole bunch of appointments. It was exercise appointments. It was colonoscopy. It was blood work. All of that. So um, colonoscopy, I was like, check. And the next one was uh, blood work. So I had to, you go and get your blood work. And from there, um, my, uh, my family doctor also wanted me to get some blood work done too, uh, just for uh, iron levels and stuff like that. So you're supposed to be getting that done, but the oncologist 
sees it and, and wants to know about it, but they don't really focus on that part. So the family doctor focuses on that. And so it's, and they interpret it. So same in blood work, they both want to know the results, but they both interpret it and talk to you. So it's, you have to have two separate appointments for one set of blood work. So the oncologist wants to know about the tumor marker, which I've talked about before and how I didn't really have a baseline, but we know that it's low. So I go and they're excited. Um, it wasn't my oncologist, it was a resident. And he was just talking about, you know, like, we're, it's awesome, like, it's 0.7, your liver function is bounced back up, your kidney function's right back up, your neutrophils are right back up. Like, if we were to look at this blood work, we would have never guessed that you had chemo six months ago. Like, this is fantastic. So this is making me feel awesome. And in my head, I'm like, I beat this, I got this, I got this, I beat this. And trying not to be too excited and too giddy and shout from the rooftops. And then in the second breath, he's like, okay, so now that this is great, maybe we should just refer you back to your family doctor. And then that's kind of in my head, the brakes went on and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Just because I'm doing well, which I'm thankful I am, I still believe I deserve the same quality of care as someone whose levels might not be doing as well. So anyone else, another patient would get the oncologist, you know, for a full year, three years, even five years, because I've talked about reoccurrence before. I've had great, this is my first kind of CT scan. And then the blood work after my CT scan, it hasn't even been a full year. I know how fast things can change. And I'm going to go off on a little side tangent here because I really don't understand this. So they talk about how um, for colon cancer, for example, uh, it grows from polyps. And polyps are very slow growing. So having colonoscopies is super important because if they can get the polyps before they develop into cancer, then that's very preventative. And depending on age, if you're younger, they, it's, it can be up to five years for them to grow. And as you're older, the polyps usually take 10 years to grow into cancer. So those colonoscopies are very important, especially, you know, yearly or every three years if you have a history of polyps. So if they're slow growing and they're keeping an eye on it. And they talk about other cancers and tumors about how it takes a couple years to grow. Then how do you go into a scan, a full scan that has you saying, you know what, it's clear that we can find nothing on the scan. And then three months later, you're going back for your tests and someone, and then you get the news of oh my gosh, it's come back and it's spread. Like it's more aggressive. I've heard that when it comes back, if you're going to get reoccurrence, it is more aggressive. But if they're saying it's slow growing, then how in three months can you go from being clear to guess what? You're now not going to make it and it's metastasizing at stage four. To me, that just blows my mind. So because of that, and I don't know how that works, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I've had clear scans, clear, everything's great, that's awesome, but I don't want it to sneak up on me again. And in the back of my mind, I've heard scary stories where people are fine, I'm, I'm five months and then I'm not, or I was clear, you know, they were good for a year and then they weren't. Like you, you hear about that they got 
a clean bill of health and a year later that they were right back. I don't want to be one of those people. I really, really don't. I also don't want it to sneak up on me. And I also keep thinking, I didn't know I had it in me. Like my symptoms were not that really of stage three that I think of. Like they kept going over the symptoms. I kept saying, no, 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 no. I had blood in my stool. That's it. I didn't have the other symptoms. So, or maybe I did and I didn't notice it. So I'm thinking, were there more, less symptoms that I ignored or put them off as something else that really meant it was an earlier stage? And if it was, what were those symptoms? I want to catch them and I want to be super vigilant. So I don't want to go back to my family doctor. Not that I don't trust my family doctor or anything like that because I see him yearly and I can see him whenever I want. So that's not a problem. But the way our healthcare system right now is working, it is a very broken, broken, broken system. I do not want some, someone or my doctor or a scan or something to show some, you know, that you know, something's not right, we should look further into this, and I have to go on a waiting list, and it takes me how long to get into another on, into an oncologist and all the rest, where I have one right now that I can check every three months. It is no skin off my back to go get blood work every three months, and for someone to look at it, it's, I do not think that's asking too much. So I kind of said, no, I'd still like to see my oncologist. It's only been six months, I believe I should get the same quality of care. I believe I should get good care. I, I'm young. I, I want this. So that's kind of where I left it, but I was feeling great. I was ready to just go into the summer and just not even have something to worry about, I guess. Like just until September because um, that would be my next test month September so if I could just kind of get to September and as soon as you get that kind of I guess clean bill of health that breath that you've been holding that you don't realize you're holding you let it out and you get this blood rushing to your head and you're just okay I, I guess I was holding my breath and you can kind of feel good until it gets closer to the three months again and then the anxiety builds up but for the first couple months, you feel great. So the next test I had to do was an exercise test. And this is just kind of exercise is super important. Uh, it was also going to be a study for um, young cancer survivors or young people going through cancer, young cancer, young adults with cancer. And it was kind of for my work, but it was also for me. And I just, I wanted to also participate in it. I kind of got to that headspace where I thought, you know what, this, this will be good for me. And that would be kind of my last test until September when a whole bunch of, I guess I call it my test month would be my next big test month. 